What up, what up, what up, y'all? Hype Mike, the sports guy, coming at you so fly. And today, 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 we are going to discuss the absolute debacle, the absolute travesty that we just witnessed. We're going to talk about the Seahawks and the Vikings week three of this 2021-2022 NFL season. We're going to talk about how piss poor the Seattle Seahawks look, y'all. I'm trying to, to remain calm. I'm trying to remain calm. We look pathetic. Piss poor and pathetic. All right, let's start off. Let's start off going over exactly what happened. Okay, if you look at the first quarter, you look at the first series. Russell Wilson to DK Metcalf for a touchdown. That's Seattle Seahawks football. That's what we were doing. That's what I like to see. You know, felt real good at that first series. Was concerned, was immediately concerned when the Vikings then came back down and scored. Huh. Okay. Made it look a little too easy. You know what I mean? I was concerned at first, you know. Ultimately, Kirk Cousins finished 30 of 38 for 323 yards and three touchdowns and zero interceptions. So, the concern was warranted. Because Kirk Cousins, Kirk, you like that Cousins, turned into Peyton Manning overnight. Oh, my bad. Not even overnight. Over the course of a game. Oh. Oh, you know, I said on the pod last week, you know, we have to be able to run the football. I thought we did a good start with that. You know, I love seeing Chris Carson run for a long of 30 yards and a touchdown. Ended up with 12 carries for 80 yards. Really love to see that. You know what I don't love to see? I don't love to see Kirk Cousins pass for 323 yards. He averaged eight yards a pass. That's what I don't like to see. The man only had eight incompletions. And to be honest with you, probably about five or six of them were his fault. Whether he threw behind Justin Jefferson or a little bit, you know, confusing the routes with Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson, both of which... Justin Jefferson went nine receptions, 118 yards, and a touchdown. Adam Thielen, six receptions, 50 yards, and a touchdown. Tom Conklin, seven receptions, 70 yards, and a touchdown. We couldn't guard anybody. We couldn't guard anybody. And remember what I said. We started off the game great. Started off the game great. Russell Wilson, the DK Metcalf for a touchdown. Came back the next series, got a field goal. After that, Chris Carson, like I said, ran 30 yards for a touchdown. We're rolling. But all the while, I noticed we couldn't stop anybody. And we're still, we're still in the lead. Second quarter. We have the momentum. We are up 17-7. to We have the momentum. Ugo Amadi, our slot corner, gets called for a holding or pass interference. First, I was like, oh, there's no way. You know, the refs are, you know, refs are hating. Then they show the replay. Ugo, you were clearly holding. 
and the thing that gets me so upset is you, it wasn't needed. You didn't need to hold anybody. Kirk Cousins wasn't even looking at him. The guy you were guarding, the receiver, he wasn't looking at him. From that point on, mind you, mind you, mind you, that was the third down that he was holding on. So that's an automatic first down. From that point on, the Vikings said, you know what? Thank you. We'll take it from here. We will take it from here. Mind you, that was in the second quarter. The score was 17-7. Kirk Cousins, before halftime, ended up with three touchdowns. No interceptions. Three touchdowns and no interceptions before halftime. And I know a lot of you are like, well, from the stat line, you said, you know, went 30 of 38 for 323 yards, three touchdowns. That's all he ended up with was three touchdowns. That's not the point. He threw three before the half. And mind you, you are right. You are right. He didn't score again, but he didn't have to because they ran down our throats. Let's look at the rushing attack for the Minnesota Vikings. Madison, mind you, Dalvin Cook, their number one tailback, who I believe is a top 10 tailback in the National Football League, was out. He was hurt. He was injured. Madison, 26 carries, 112 yards. 4.3 yards a carry. Abdullah got in on the action too. The man only had five carries, but he got 24 yards off of it. So they passed for 313 yards, and they ran for 140 yards against us. So they had over 400 yards of offense against us. Look, we're going to have to talk about it. Ken Norton Jr., our defensive coordinator, needs to go. In my opinion, Pete Carroll needs to start being asked to ship his bags. But I know how much power Pete has in the organization. But heads need to roll. This is the second week in a row that we've had this kind of behavior. Look what we did with the Titans. We started off fast, just like we did today. Our defense let us down. And I haven't even touched on the specifics of what our defense did. I'm about to do that in a second. But heads need to roll. Whether it's our defensive coordinator, whether we need to you know, bring in some more people, and we'll get to that in a second. Heads need to roll. And I'm looking at you right now, Ken Norton Jr., our defensive coordinator. I'm looking at you. Let's talk about it, people. Let's talk about what we need to talk about. We're going to get to the specifics of our offense even more later on, but we have to address, we have to, we would we would be remiss if we didn't address this nasty, nasty defensive performance we saw today. Let's get into it right now. So, overall, as a defense, we got one sack. Shout out to Daryl Taylor. One sack the entire game. And four quarterback hits. So, <laughs> that's essentially no pressure. Like, Kirk Cousins, and this goes for anybody in the NFL. If you leave a quarterback and you give him no pressure, nine times out of ten, they're going to beat you. But Kirk Cousins is a, is a solid quarterback. I, I, you know, maybe number 11, number 12 in the NFL as a quarterback. He's a good, solid quarterback. You give Kirk Cousins no pressure, he will he he is. He becomes a deadly quarterback. He does. 
because there's no pressure. We got four quarterback hits. Where was our D-line at? Where was that D-line that we signed all kinds of people? Look, Kerry Hyder Jr., he went out with a concussion early on. But Carlos Dunlap, Brian Monet, you know, like uh, 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 Green, um, uh, even, 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 even Daryl Taylor. Even Daryl Taylor. I'm glad he got a sack, but we need more. We need more. Alton Robinson, where were you? You know, we talked about, you know, potentially the Seahawks having one of the best D-lines we've had since 2013. I don't see it. I certainly don't see it. I didn't see Alton Robinson out there making plays. I didn't see Puna Ford out there making plays. I didn't see Raheem Green out there making plays. Robert Nimdiki or Nimdichi, where were you? You were a former first-round pick for the Cardinals. We brought you back because you said you had it. What's going on? That's just our D-line. Let's go. Let, let's continue to go. Bobby Wagner, I thought you played as well as you could have, man. I thought, you know, obviously, if there's anything that I would say to Bobby Wagner, hell of a game. If anything, we've got to call out those screens. The Vikings ran the running back screen so many times I was nauseated. And yet still, we didn't read it. I saw Bobby Wagner uh, catch it one time. Outside of that, we didn't stop it. We couldn't stop it, and we didn't even diagnose it when it was coming. Oh, so stressful. But, you know, like I said, I thought Bobby Wagner played really well. I would love to see more from Jordan Brooks. Okay, I just, I want to see more. Ended today with seven total tackles. Uh, Bobby Wagner himself had 11 tackles, four solo. But Jordan Brooks, I want to see more from you, man. Our second-year player, Jordan Brooks, former first-round pick from last year. I want to see more. Now let's get into the nitty-gritty. Let's talk about these safeties and these corners, starting with our highest paid man, Jamal Adams. Jamal Adams, where are you? Where are you right now? Yes, he had 12 total tackles, 10 solo, but what happened to the sacks that we got last year? Jamal Adams set an NFL record for safeties last year with nine and a half sacks. Where are you? Where's the pressure you're putting on the quarterback? And Jamal Adams, my Lord, you have got to improve in coverage. Quandre Diggs, our free safety who wants a new contract at the end of this year. Five total tackles, three solo. Where are you? You guys are two Pro Bowl safeties. Two of you. We have two Pro Bowl safeties. You can make a case that we have the best safety duo in the NFL. And Kirk Cousins cooked us like barbecue chicken. Oh. Oh, so stressful. Now let's get to the real problem. Let's get to the real issue here. These gosh darn cornerbacks. 
I don't know what to say. I'm I'm at a loss for words at how we keep sending Trey Flowers out to start. I just, I just, like, how can you see somebody continue to underperform? Not just underperform, to underwhelm, to uninspire, to stress. That's what Trey Flowers does to the 12 men. He stresses us out. I, I, I have never seen a performance like Trey Flowers. Don't be fooled by the stat line. Yeah, he got seven tackles, seven solo. Really, they were solo tackles because he got beat up and down the field. Trey Flowers, you were embarrassed. And you know what? I'm going to say, DJ Reed, you weren't that much better. DJ Reed, you got cooked today. Justin Jefferson hit you with a route so nasty, it made my face scrunch up. You, you got embarrassed. Our starting corners, DJ Reed. And Trey Flowers should be cut. Uh, okay, keep DJ Reed. Trey Flowers needs to be fired tomorrow morning. Fired. He is trash every single day. And the only reason I can't be as mad as I want to be at Trey Flowers is because Pete Carroll and Ken Norton Jr. continue to bring you out into that starting lineup every single day. It's embarrassing, humiliating. Now, I told you all I was going to discuss some options to fix us. We got to sign Stephon Gilmore. No, I know he wants a buttload of money. We got to sign him. We got to sign him or this season is over. We need to sign Richard Sherman as well. Richard Sherman and Stephon Gilmore from the New England Patriots, who wants a contract extension, Late, you know, in his 30s. I think he's in his early 30s. He wants a, a big contract. We need to give him his money and sign Richard Sherman as well. Because we have a weakness at both corners. We need to move DJ Reed to the slot. And Richard Sherman and Stephon Gilmore need to check over the corners for us. Uh, Seahawks, I don't think we understand always the, the, the urgency that we're in right now. We had an intense offseason with Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll. This is a win season. We need to win. Currently, we're last in the NFC West. Currently, we're last in our division. There's got to be more urgency. There's got to be. It just has to be. You know, like I said, defensively, we're trash. Trash. Just, I mean, just... It's just the facts. It's on Ken Norton Jr. and it's on Pete Carroll. And I will not excuse either one of them's behavior at all. <sighs> Offensively, you know, what can I say? I'm going to start Russell Wilson. Russell, you're going to have to start taking the underneath routes. You're always looking for the deep ball, and that's great. And I love the deep ball. I think he has Russell Wilson has the prettiest deep ball in football. But I also think we need more shorter, quicker routes. And I think you need to look for them. Russell Wilson went 23 of 32 today for 298 yards and a touchdown. Those aren't bad stats. You know, those aren't horrible stats. He also didn't have his Russell magic, though. I think sometimes we get so caught up in looking downfield. I think we need to use our tight ends more. 
you know, Gerald Everett had a good game. Gerald Everett, who we signed from the L.A. Rams, came in today, five receptions, 54 yards. I think we could have gone more to him. Will, Dis- Will Disley, one reception, 39 yards. We could have gone more to him. I think we can use the weapons we have better. Yes, D.K. Metcalf had a return game, a game he desperately needed. Six catches, 170, 107 yards, and a touchdown. But we need more from our tight ends, and I need Russell Wilson to see that. I think he gets so caught up in making the big play that sometimes he doesn't make the play that's given to him. Now, with that being said, man, I get where Russell's coming from in a way. My Lord. My Lord, offensive line. My Lord. I think you want to make a big play when you feel like, man, if we don't make this big play, one, we may not have time to later. The way that the pass blocking was today, Russell Wilson was 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 sacked twice. So, you know, you know, it, it looks better on the stat sheet than it actually was. Five quarterback hits. Now I know you say, oh, well, you know, Kirk Cousins only got four. That's only one more. You could tell Russell was running for his life all game. But that also can mean you got to get the ball out faster, Russell. Russell historically has one of the longest holds in football. He holds the ball a long time because he's looking for the big play. So, yeah, look, I I, I give Russell a B-minus today. Wasn't impressed, but I've got bigger worries. Let's look at Chris Carson. 12 carries, 80 yards, a touchdown. Like I said, he had a solid day. But I need Chris Carson to stay healthy. He had to go out because of some kind of hamstring injury. Stay healthy. Ugh. You know what? Look, I'm not even going to get into the receivers. Yeah, the receivers played okay. It was whatever. We as a team did not play well. That's what it is. We as a team were not inspired today. We as a team made mistakes today. Pete Carroll, you ought to be ashamed of yourself for your horrific coaching. Your horrific coaching. Let me tell you all. Fourth and nine. 11 minutes left in the fourth quarter. We could not stop the Vikings on third down to save anybody. But we have the ball on the Vikings 40-yard line. Fourth and nine. 11 minutes left. We're down 10. Pete Carroll decides to punt the ball. Now, most of you are saying, well, you guys are down 10. It's 11 minutes left. I get it. I get why he punted. No. We could not stop them on third down. In that situation, fourth and nine, 11 minutes left, you're down 10. I want the game in the hands of my best player, and his name is Russell Wilson. Because you know what the Vikings did when we punted the ball? They came down anyway, and we barely, we barely, Stopped them from scoring a touchdown. They kicked a field goal. So instead of leaning on our defense, which has already shown that it cannot be trusted, why don't we lean on the best player on our team? Answer me that, huh? (sighs) Also, Pete, why did you call a timeout as the Vikings were about to kick a field goal? Like, you you have to think about these things, Peter. Think about it. 
We didn't need to use that timeout. If we were going to make a comeback, we could have used that timeout. And speaking of a comeback, you know how disrespectful the Vikings are? On third down, with two minutes and three seconds left, the fact that they felt comfortable enough to pass the ball against us and get a first down, therefore ending the game. For those of you that don't know, a third down, you run the football if you're ahead, hope for the first down. I believe it was third and one or third and two. And if you don't get it, you punt it to the other team because you're up and there's only two minutes left. Do you know what the Vikings did instead of running the ball? Because if you pass, you stop the clock giving us more time. Whereas you run, for those that don't know, it keeps the clock running. Run, running. The Vikings decided to pass. If it's an incomplete pass, we have more time to come back. They felt so comfortable against our defense. They passed it on third down with two minutes left in the game. And they got the first down. It's piss poor. They blatantly disrespected us. Oh, the stress. Hi, Mike, the sports guy, coming at you so fly. Today was rough, y'all. Today was rough. Oh, today was rough, rough, rough. Heads need to roll. Ken Norton Jr., I'm sorry. Go back to USC where you were coaching as a linebacker coach. Pete Carroll, you need maybe to go back to USC too. Oh, we're last in the NFC West, but hope is not lost. We just have to turn it around. We have to turn it around. Hi, Mike, the sports guy, coming at you so fly. Shout out to my 12s. Don't give up. You can get upset, but keep moving forward. I'll be back at you guys live next week. Next week after we win, and we will win, 12 men. We will win. We can't lose hope. We cannot. All right? We're still in this. But I'll be back with you guys next Sunday, October 3rd, as we face those nasty, nasty Niners. Oh, it's going to be a good one, y'all. Hey, hi, Mike, the sports guy. I love y'all. Peace.